Breathing space includes mature content such as adult language, sexual situations, violence, and substance use. This episode contains workplace accidents, injury, and environmental disasters. Additional sensory contact warnings can be found in the show notes. I ain't got no home to go to, ain't got nothing to sell, but my stars will never leave me, even when I'm sold to hell. I was born under a blue sky, and I'll die out in the flood. When I'm gone, don't no one mourn me, cause my debts will drag me back. It wasn't fair. You saw. My welder glitched, and I had to do a hard restart. Just admit I'm faster than you. You're not. (laughs) We'll see, won't we? Let's hear it. 73.7 square meters. (laughs) 75.5. Eh, numbers don't lie. Uh, It wasn't fair. My welder malfunctioned. Go again tomorrow. Best of three. Y'all can't it step off. You lost fair and square. Drinks are on you. Redshift rye, all around. I can't afford that. Shouldn't have lost then. <laughs> we warned you. And you still went running your mouth. But I can't afford Tough shit. You make the bet. You pay on it. Right, pony? Eh. The loser buys drinks. Yep. Which bit? <laughs> Step here thought he could clock more square feet in a shift than Maggie. <laughs> it's not fair. Of course she went faster. She's half fucking robot. Hey, don't call her that shithead. Don't call me shithead. <laughs> then don't act like one. Cool it, both of you. Step, if you're talking like that about Maggie again, you're off this shift. What? This ain't a discussion. Go break a seal. Take that welder into maintenance. Shouldn't have gone out on you. But I have to... You have to get that welder looked at. Normal my shift goes exo with faulty tech. Got it? Yeah. What? Got it, boss. Good. And hurry, we're all thirsty. Fucking fine. Meet you at the pilot house. Sorry about that. He won't do it again. <sighs> no big deal. Oh, shut the hell up. That shit doesn't fly on my shift. You lost the arm on the job. As far as I'm concerned, it's about the same as something getting blown off in combat. No one says nothing about soldiers who got crunchy replacements for their bio limbs. Fuck you, pony. <laughs> right back at you. Second shift. Go heavy. Clear out this damn airlock. Third's on its way in. All right, Fuck boss. You. Yes, pony. And you need to stop baiting step off. Oh, come on, boss. We were just messing with him. Not our fault he can't get it through his head that out here we gotta work together and he needs us one G's more than we need him. I know. And he needs to toughen up. But he's got it in his head. How he does that is by showing off taking stupid risks. That doesn't get people tough. Gets people dead. Ugh. Whatever you say, boss. At least he took that goddamn snake patch off his suit. Good. 
getting mighty tired of hearing him whine about his rights as a lunar citizen. Oh, uh, want to ask you about the fittings on the portside intake Mr. Chabal, management needs to speak to you. Right now? I just came off a yard shift. Now, Mr. Chaval. <sighs> on my way. If I'm not at the pilot house in an hour, send a rescue crew. Atta. Twelve-hour fucking shift. The management needs to see me immediately. Immediately. One of these days, I'm going to tell them. Being shit at planning isn't my problem. But they don't pay me enough to clean up there. If this is a goddamn waste of my time, I'm going to... Fine. Of course. Management. Figures. What? What'd you want? Got told you wanted me? Who are you? George Cheval. Who? Oh. The foreman. Shift lead. Right. Well, what are you standing there for? Come in. Cheval, we're moving your crew to a new hull, effective immediately. What? You still got at least a week's worth left on the Carpathia. Hey, <laughs> Carpathia is old news. New ships rolling off the line, and we need to get her spaceworthy ASAP. Your three second shifts got a reputation for being fast. Fastest we got. So, you lucky bastards get the job. The bonus. Right, right. Mm, yeah, got a bonus with your name on it, Cheval. Get her out under deadline, and it's a cool five thou straight into your account. I'm sorry. <laughs> the hell are you sorry for? Just told you there's a bonus on the line. Yeah, no, I heard you. Bonus for what? <laughs> Living up to your reputation. I asked who had the fastest hull laying crew on Delaney. And do you know what they told me? George Cheval. He's the man you want to skin your ship, so we're giving you the job. And to incentivize you and provide a personal stake in manifesting our communal goal, a bonus. 5000 for coming in under the timeline with an additional 1000 for every week earlier than projected. Fine. Fine, you've twisted my arm. You drive a hard bargain, George, but damned if I won't go along with you. We'll give the bonus to you and your crew both. You're welcome. Mr. Rudd, what will my crew be doing? Laying hall. On which ship? The Northumbria? What's going to happen to Carpathia? He's not even half done. Third ship's climbing all over her right now. Uh, that's not your problem anymore. Right, so this new ship. She's getting brought in to take over Yard 3? Move crews, not crafts. She's getting moved into place in Yard 9. Ain't a Yard 9. Well, there is now. And you get to break her in. So you're saying all we had to do get the whole on new ship in the yard and we get 5k <laughs> at least 5k just for getting her done on time 
right on the money. Uh huh. What's the deadline? August one. No fucking way. Mr. Cheval, I'm afraid we've gone about this conversation rather the wrong way. Who the hell are you? Leslie Logan, Human Factors Engineer, Hephaestus Fuel Company. Very pleased to make your acquaintance. Yeah, nice to meet you. Can't skin a ship that fast. Don't care how much of a bunch you're offering. Can't be done. We've been told otherwise. By who? Reliable sources inside the industry. Bullshit. I'm sorry? I said, bullshit. No one in the industry gave you them numbers. If they did, they're lying through their teeth. (laughs) Now, George, just because you can't do it doesn't mean it can't be done. Professional pride is one thing, but professional jealousy doesn't look good. I ain't jealous. It's not possible. Well... If uh, that's your last word on the subject, I suppose we'll just have to give the opportunity to another crew. Of course, if we do do that, I don't think there'll be enough work to employ both that crew and yours. Is that your last word, George? Because, the doctor says, I'm trying to examine you. Oh my god, you kidding me with that. God. Oh, hey, boss. Mm-hmm. Took you long enough. Yep. Got you the usual. Thank you. Which water looked at? I said I would, didn't I? Step off. Uh, lay off him. We're off. And even Step's not full enough to go out with faulty gear. Fine, but I just want to... Shut up and drink. Stop touching my fucking drink. Sorry, I just need to. I said, leave my drink alone. Sure, yeah, but but see, now there's space for me to put. Hey, how'd you do that? I told you to get your goddamn glass out of my way. No. You told me to leave your drink alone. You trying to say I'm stupid? No, of course not. Mm, I got it. Sounds a hell of a lot like you're saying you think I'm too stupid to remember what I said. You're stupid, but you do remember. Fucking say that again. Oh, uh, you just didn't remember what you asked. Ah! Hold it. Do you hear what this little shit? I heard both of you. You hit me. Sitting down like she's better than us in her fancy clothes and... Turn loose, pony. This she got it coming. Can't, Gunner. The fuck you can't. She's a kid with piss poor judgment. That ain't a crime, far as I know. He hit me. What you drinking, Gunner? Sal. No one for Gunner. On me. Thanks. Drink a drink. This one ain't gonna make any more trouble tonight. But- Shut up. As long as she keeps her mouth shut. You got it. Check your seals, Gunner. Pony. Thank you. I don't know what fancy station you drifted here from. You ain't there now. I know. This is a working bar. Workers drink here, which you 
ain't. Pull your eyes in. Stop staring and get the hell out. Out. Ain't gonna step in next time someone takes a notion to pound you to pudding. I... Thanks. Bye. Mmm, fucking kid. Delaney ain't a place to go sightseeing. So, what did management want, anyway? Man, nothing important. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We are done with work for the night. Who's for a hand of drift? Yeah, all, all right. right. Sure, why not? Uh, okay. Yeah. What's going on? I saw the sign on the clock. Mm. Don't ask me. I just got here. Since when is there a yard nine? Mm. Pony had that talk with management yesterday. Yeah. Should we be worried? I don't think so. I mean, if they were canning us, they'd just have calmed out the slips, not sent us over to some new dry dock. Right? Probably. Probably. I mean, I don't know. Ask Pony. Where is he? (laughs) Not here. Right, but... Oh, there. Who the hell is that? Wait a minute, is that the The kid from last night? I need a balloon handler. Not Not it. it. Not it. Shit. This is Maggie. As far as you're concerned, she's God. She says jump. You ask how far. Got it? Yeah, uh, yes, sir. You're here to work. Now, if I hear even a whisper, you're doing anything else. I'll bounce you off this shift quicker, and I smell on mercury. Uh, hi? Uh, hello? I'm, uh, I'm Della, uh, You see that ball on your own? What? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. Arms out. What? Arms out. Gotta check your seals. So? Sure you do. Now stick your damn arms out. Good. You got your tether? Of course. Go get another one. What? You heard her. I, I already have a tether. I don't You make a habit it. of getting fired before you even start? No, I... Fine. That one's going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> You'd know. What's that supposed to mean? Step. What? You were, without a doubt, the single worst balloon I have ever handled. Hey, that's not fair. What about... Here, what do I do with it? Clip one end to your second tether point. Give me the other one. Hey, what are you... Uh, unclip me! I've worked EXO before! Babysitter? Till I've seen you work without killing yourself or someone else, floating into the Kessler net, or welding a plate on backward. You're my own personal balloon. I don't... Fine. What do you know? She might be less trouble than we thought. I'm not going to be trouble. Second shift. First, you can relax. No one's getting fired. 
Since you're all here, I guess you figured out we got ourselves a new yard. Reason for that, we got a new hull, too. A fuck-off big one. Biggest Delane's made since the Arzorian. <laughs> Shit, Pony. I thought they learned their lesson with that one. <laughs> Northumbria's special. That's why it's ours. It needs to get done good. It needs to get done quick. Not only does the R3 second shift lay a best hole in the place, it does it the fastest. That's what my wife says. All right, you know what to do. Get out there and do it. You didn't tell Shit. her about the deadline, nor the bonus. You were standing there the whole time. I should think they would work harder and faster if they were properly incentivized. Yeah. In my experience, as well as my extensive training in modern managerial technique, I have found that the employee who understands there is a reward, a carrot, if you will, for exceeding expectations, and indeed a consequence for falling short of them, is more likely to accomplish the desired goals. Wouldn't you agree? Can't say that I do. Without intending offence, Mr. Cheval, I am concerned at the fact that you're withholding this information. The previous crews, the pipe fitters, electricians and so on, were all aware of the performance standards to which they were being held, and all finished their work in admirably short amounts of time. Do you want my crew to skin your ship or not? We do. However we want them to do so... You let me run them like I run them. I'll get it done for you under the deadline. I will defer to your strategy for incentivizing your crew until such time as they are no longer producing adequate results. I will, however, be logging my concerns with management, and if your strategy falls short, I will be forced to provide the crew with both carrot and stick. A new personal best. <laughs> Maggie's still two and a half ahead. Oh, fuck you, Bread. Hey, not my fault you don't like the truth. I think it's fantastic. Thank you. I only did 70 and a bit. Well, hey, that ain't half bad. The fuck? You shit talk my numbers, but she's not half bad? Ugh, you ain't a balloon no more. Sure. How much do you lay in a shift in three weeks on the job, step off? I don't remember. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, for sure it was less than she's doing. Good work. Thank you. Do you think I can maybe work on my own? Next shift? Not pride your belt? No fucking way. Mm. Drinks? Well, it's Friday, isn't it? What's special about Fridays? Tradition. Picked it up from a guy. Picked it up from them. Who? Hey, Pony. You want to tell the balloon about Sergi? <laughs> sure. At the pilot house. You say he came to delay your retire. Crazy bastard. Retire from doing what? He was a CPA on Luna. A certified something accountant. Like the kind of accountant that works with money. Yep. 
contracted through the first lunar bank in the system for 35 years. And he decided to build ships when he retired. Yep. <laughs> Asshole was twice our age and worked twice as fast. Never shook the habit of the five-day work week. The white-collar fixed shift, Monday through Friday. Oh. Didn't matter if he was working straight through, Friday nights were for drinks. <laughs> Crazy bastard. To Sergi. To Sergi. To Sergi. Where is he now? Another shift? Actually retired? He's dead. On the job. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't think. Hit a fuel line with his cutting torch. Didn't stand a chance. But, but lines are marked when this one wasn't. The, the Mario was responsible for marking. Yeah, well, they missed it. Unless you're trying to say Sergey got himself blown up, not the pipe fitters. No, 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 no. I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to apply. The... <sighs> I'm sorry about your friend. Uh, occupational fucking hazard. And what makes Pony here such a goddamn gem? He makes sure we work good and we work safe. Hey, it ain't so bad. Sometimes you just get half blown up. How did you? No. Oh, but I was just... No. Trying to change the subject. <clears throat> hey, Pony, what's the deal with this new hull, anyway? I was talking to the welders in Yard 3 Third Shift, the ones who had her before she came to us. And they were telling me they had everyone pulling doubles and triples, because they got promised bonus pay if they hit their marks. Bonus pay? Yeah. And they said they were getting docked for coming in short. Whoa, they what? Just do your job, step off, and you'll get paid. So our pay isn't on the line? Uh, Pony? Yeah, there's a goddamn bonus. There is? But there ain't any reason What to- the hell? You mean I could have turned up the heat and gotten something for it? You telling me you're slacking off? No, nah, of course not. Now, I can't see how knowing there's a bonus matters. It's just... Come on, Pony. Y- you gotta know people... You wanna know what I know? I know people got a prize ahead of them. That's what they're looking at. So busy racing towards that finish line. They ain't watching when you put their feet. My crew, they work fast. And they work safe. Why not give them a reason to drop the second for a bit more first? What about the cuts? That true, too? No. They don't say nothing about pay cuts, okay? Don't go spreading this around. Just make people stupid. I want stupid on my shift. Yeah, right. Right. Sure. Got it. Yes, sir. Mr. Cheval, management needs to speak to you. Don't be there after I finish this. Now, Mr. Cheval. God damn it, fine. 
George. It is George, isn't it? You don't mind if I call you George. Uh, come in. We need to talk. Second shift starts in a quarter hour. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, whatever. Look, we got problems. Problems. Productivity problems. You follow? Nope. <laughs> Funny man. Funny man. But seriously, George, it's your crew. They're slow, George. Way too slow. We need to hurry it up. See? Crew's working faster than ever has. We'll make it under the deadline. Oh, of course you will, George. But are you really satisfied with just under the deadline? Early isn't really early if it's the expectation. And we want early. The bonus? Yeah. Uh, George, uh, Mr. Logan here says you didn't tell your crew about the bonus. Meh. George, George, George. The bonus is there for a reason, man. It's motivation. It's incentive. It's the carrot. You gotta give the workers a carrot. Tell them about it today. I guarantee by next week you'll be working at triple speed. Crew's going as fast as it can and still do quality work. But is it really? That's what I like about you, George. Your commitment to quality. But there's quality and then there's quality. You see... We want quality. We don't want quality. So just tell them about the bonus. I don't think that's the right way I to do it. I leave this in your capable hands. There's a good man. Uh, one more thing. What? I'm sure this won't be necessary. You run a committed and diligent crew. What? Well, I'm sure you'd agree that if there is a reward for exemplary performance, there should be a consequence for falling short. No, I don't Good agree. Man. So, while it pains me to do it, we will be initiating percentage pay docs for underperformance until the North Umbria is completed. You can't do that to my crew. I assure you, any loss of compensation will be entirely in the hands of the worker themselves. Tell me the targets. I promise, George, that they're being set by a detailed algorithm and will be entirely achievable with an entirely reasonable amount of work. What are they? <laughs> Good old George. Uh, this kind of investment in your workers is exactly why we trusted you with this project. Now, not to be rude, but I have a meeting with a new client. If you'll excuse me... I am genuinely sorry I was forced to go of your head, Mr. Cheval. Oh, no, like hell you are. It is absolutely necessary that this ship be spaceworthy as quickly as possible, and modern management strategies indicate that pairing reward and consequence is the most efficient way to produce increased productivity. I doubt that you follow system politics, but with the ratification of the agreement of Martian and Lunar Aid and the absolute overreaction of the Terran governments... We must establish a self-sufficient fuel supply line. Until a faceless Jovian rigs are operational, our only viable option for providing Luna with the fuel she needs is transport it from the asteroid refineries. Ships like the Northumbria represent the continued financial independence of the Lunar Martian Alliance. Even you must realise how vital that is to the economic health of the system. Ships not going to do anything if you're holy, it's like a sieve. I'm sure there's no danger of that. There would be if you didn't try to rush the work. Mr. Cheval, I understand that safety, everyone's safety, is your primary concern. But I need you to work with me to find a compromise between safety 
and speed. And part of the compromise is to incentivize your crew to work faster. I don't think you for your cooperation and support in this matter. Had to cycle it twice this shift, and I swear it's not running as hot as it should be. Don't just fucking whine about it, step off. Take the damn thing in for maintenance. Don't have time to take it to maintenance. Gotta get another 210 square meters laid by Sunday if I don't want to lose another 5%. That's at least 20 hours work time. Which is why I can't get it checked again. You'd lay faster with a working welder. My welder fucking works. It just doesn't work right. If you ain't gonna do anything about it, shut the hell up. Asshole. Don't call me an asshole. Don't be one. God, lay off the two of you. I'm too damn tired to listen to you. You're tired. You're only doing half the work. What's that supposed to mean? You got fucking servos for the heavy lifting. We gotta use pure human sweat. Have they even docked you at all? God damn it, Step, leave her alone. I have had it up to here. Where do you think the arm pulls power from? It sure as hell don't run on batteries. I, uh... This robot arm? I'm the power step off. It's wired straight in. Cost me calories to move it just like yours cost you. And I'm down 4% to this paycheck, if you gotta know. If you say one more goddamn word about my arm, I am going Saturn's to- Saturn's hexagonal asshole! One more hour suited up and I would've melted! Got so fucking hot in there, I feel like I'm in a shower. <laughs> sure don't smell like it, though. Uh, what's going on? Nothing. We're all just a little hot under the helmet. Putting in a few too many hours. Right. Right. Stay up. Right. Okay. We going for drinks tonight? You buying? I, uh, I, I mean, I can, but, uh... Ugh, he's just messing with you, kid. Oh. Well, I can pay. Shut up. Yes, Miss Margaret. The fuck is Margaret? She... she is? <laughs> no, she ain't. I'd sign my contract, Isabella Anastasia Young. But they call you Maggie. I needed that. Short for Maglock, kid. <laughs> uh, on account of the hand. Oh. Hey, pony. Hey. Pony? Hey, boss. Are you okay? Trying to give me a heart attack? I've been standing right here. <sighs> Sorry. 
Who's tired? Join the club. You coming out with us? Mm. Oh, come on. You need a break. Get your head out of the yard. The balloon's by Don't tell me that. I've been off Maggie's belt almost a month. <laughs> That's not how it works. You're a little balloon until there's someone new in the double tether. But I don't want... Uh, sorry, kid. Can't argue with the rules. Oh. The bowhouse. house. I gotta get about one drink in before I collapse. Hitting my targets, but only just. Don't think I've done this many hours since. Well, don't think I ever done this many. Right? My arm woke me up last night. It was trying to set plates while I was asleep. No shit. No shit. Must have triggered muscle memory recall somehow. Ratchet went and smacked me in the head. Mag pulled it across the room. Damn, that sucks. You're telling me. Don't think I got but four hours under my ear. Well, we can all sleep when we finish the hall. Right? Right. How much longer do you think it'll take? Hey, Pony. How much skins the Northumbria need? Hey, Pony. Yo, asking you a question. Pony, you sleeping with your eyes open or just not answering me? Mm, what? What are the numbers left on the hull? Uh, I don't know. Never if I had my way. The hell, man? Management's thought this project will waste for Sunday. I'm ashamed to count this in my hull. What crawled up your button died? It got you all scared. So you're watching the goddamn numbers. You're watching the goddamn clock. You're watching the goddamn money. No one watching the work. Sure, it's shit they're cutting pay, but we're still on track for the bonus when we finish the thing, aren't we? It's not about the bonus, Maggie. You gonna tell me you're doing your best out there? Always do. Uh-huh. Still doing your best at hour 12? Hour 16? Hour 20? I'm not gonna go out there and find rivets out of alignment. Spotty welds and plates that are like to fall off the first time they hit debris. Hey, now, we're working hard, boss. I know you are, because you got pride. You take a job because you want to do it well. Old shift does. A person who ain't slept enough and warm himself down to a nub, the job they take pride in, it's not going to be the same. Hey, the second shift's half-assed job is any other shift's masterpiece. You run a tight crew. We ain't gonna fuck up the skin. I know. All we're doing is skin her. What about her bones? And blood? But it'll be okay. When it's done. Right? Sure. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be fuck-ups. Even in our work. We're human. There's just gonna be. That's why they check up. Right. Inspectors will be crawling all over that thing before it's launched. Okay, good. That means I'll be fine when she's spaceworthy. Doesn't it? Doesn't it, Pony?
Where'd she go? Oh, nice to see you today, George. The North Umbria. The yard's empty. Where'd she go? Congratulations. We couldn't have done it without you. What the hell are you talking about? Well, she's been launched. Quite successfully, I might add. She is, at this very moment, being loaded with her first shipment of liquid hydrogen. And it is all thanks to you. Well, and your crew, of course. We knew you could do it. What do you mean she's taken on cargo? Uh, just what I said, George. Uh, actually, by now, she's probably already taken it on and has turned toward Luna. She's not ready. <laughs> of course she is, George. Your exemplary team of workers placed the last rivets yesterday. She ain't been inspected. That's our George, cautious to a fault. Did you run any checks at all? We are in complete legal compliance, as legal. always. Legal. legal gets you functional Atmo and engines and nothing else. If you have concerns about our safety precautions or the quality of the ships we are producing, I would encourage you to put those concerns in writing and submit it to the Delaney Employee Feedback Comdress. As you well know, George, given that you're a valuable part of the management team, it is necessary that you follow the reporting tree to limit unfounded gossip. I'm sure you understand. Yeah. I understand. Gotta get back to the yard. Of course. Oh, and George, congratulations on the job well done. May I also extend my commendation? When this goes bad, because it will go bad, when it does, in millions of gallons, liquid hydrogen becomes hydrogen gas, you better hope that ship's out in the black, far away, anywhere with an unshielded atmo. Else there's going to be some real fucking serious fallout. It'll be on you and your goddamn modern management strategies. Your bonus will be in your account by this evening. Now well into the third week of cleanup efforts for the massive liquid hydrogen spill that continues to cause havoc on Mars. The spill, which released 150 million gallons of fuel into the planet's upper atmosphere, caused a wave of supercooled air producing erratic and catastrophic weather events all across the Martian provinces of Syrtis, Isidus, Hellas, and Hysperia. Ray Ackleson, governor of Hellas, had this to say. This disaster falls solely on the shoulders of the Delaney Shipyard, whose failure to conduct proper safety inspections allowed the launch of hey, an entirely them, right? fun space Hey, over here! Stop waving. Sorry. And sit down. Oh. Independent experts yeah. have confirmed that the hull rupture was the result of cracked and poorly applied sealants between framework and hull, as well as faulty valves connecting... Oh, what's going on, boss? Who's that? Why are we here? Tonight's buy one, get one vodka and bull sweat at the pilot house. Got someone I want you to meet. Could have met him better with BOGO drinks. Why do you care? Balloon's paying. Sure, but it's the principal. Don't sit or not. When asked for comment, Leslie Logan, spokesperson for the Hevestus Fuel Company for whom the ship had been built, said, 
we put our trust in Delaney and are sincerely sorry to learn it was misplaced. The Hephaestus company has pledged 18 billion to the cleanup. Rich tips. Now, who are you? I am a single drop in the rising wave of action toward freedom for the worker of the system. A member of... You don't of... gotta shout. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, no, sorry. I'm... Orf is uh... yet representative to the AMALA from Lunar, New York, has presented a petition barring the Delaney shipyard from accepting contracts to construction ships for Terran companies, stating that planet-based corporations lack a, quote, substantive connection to the larger system, enabling them to disregard regulations designed to protect the diverse environments of the system. Here, I think and... I got all of the orders right. <laughs> So, who are you? I'm Angus. I'm with the Interstellar Workers Movement. This is Redline U838 Veronique McNeil with the latest on the situation at Delaney Shipyard. As of 0700 lunar time today, a full work stoppage is in effect in response to management's ongoing unwillingness to recognize the newly formed Shipbuilders and Breakers Union. When asked about the denial of ratification, Elise Tykowski, who has been appointed to replace Selrud as Delaney's representative in negotiations, had this to say. We take pride in our workers. They are the backbone of the shipyard, and we honor and respect that. We strive to provide compensation and benefits that reflect this fact. In addition, we have a robust feedback system, and had these concerns been brought to us via the appropriate channels, a full investigation would have been done, and measures taken based on the findings. One cannot, however, simply circumvent proper protocol because one feels one has been wronged. This so-called union is, in fact, a vocal minority of disgruntled former employees attempting to create unrest amongst the otherwise content labor force. It does not reflect the true feelings of the hardworking people of Delaney. And as such, we cannot recognize it as a legitimate union nor a legal strike. Delegates of the SBBU, however, have stated that the work stoppage was instigated in response to weeks of stonewalling and bad faith negotiations on the part of management and will continue until the union is recognized and a mutually agreeable contract is written. Despite an attempt at a media blackout, periodic comm transmissions have been released on IWM redline frequencies, including this one from an unnamed Delaney employee. Management don't want what's best, not for the holes and not for us. I don't trust them anymore. Probably never should have. But I trust you. Second shift. No one else working out there in the yard with steel and torch. We gotta look out for our own. There's no one else gonna do it. So I'm gonna stand up. And I'm asking you to stand with me. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Breathing Space. This episode, Roll On Northumbria, was written and directed by Ash Seguente and edited by Eric Seguente. Werner Stepoff Gill is voiced by Evitable Fate. Isabella Anastasia Maggie Maglock Young was played by Daisy McNamara. Arvel Red Baker is voiced by Kasha Mika. George 
Pony Cheval is voiced by Jesse Hall. Sal Rudd is voiced by Max Newland. Leslie Logan is voiced by Michael E. Fremantle. Gunner was voiced by Scott Paladin. Della Balloon Thielen is voiced by Lafayette Uterapong. With additional voice work by Ari Dolin and Amy Young. Our theme, Blues for the Black, was composed by Michael Freitag, with vocals by Jeremiah and lyrics by Scott Paladin. You can find links to learn more about our cast and crew in the show notes and more information about our show at our website, breathingspace.lawofnames.com. Breathing Space is a Law of Names production. Bronco busting. It's hard work. Work done by people comfortable being in constant danger so that settlements can get water and minerals. Their ships don't waste space on fancy bioprinters, there aren't many creature comforts, and the water is recycled so much that you can taste the oxygen getting thin, which is why every vaquero knows and loves the sound of a chuck wagon. When you've spent six months eating nothing but freeze-dried meatloaf, and you finished your last bottle of New Kentucky eight weeks ago, but you've still got two more months to go on the Saturnian Drive, you find yourself praying to any deity that might be listening that a chuck wagon will roll into range. Chuck wagons started out as water haulers themselves, but just like with denim jeans, folks realized that you could be out doing the dirty work... Or you could make a life making other people's lives a little easier. So they put Atmo in the cargo vaults, spun them up to a decent gravity, and started figuring out what a vaquero covered in comet dust would need to feel like a million bucks again. My guide today is Captain Carmine Earl. He and I go way back to my own chuck wagon days. And your cooking's gotten a bit better since then, I hope. <laughs> We've made some improvements since you were out riding the trail, too. Aquaponics? Damn right. Closed-loop aquaponics. Around two metric tons of tilapia in the water and three different plant beds. Over there, you've got the shallow roots, what's called nutrient film technique, where we grow spinach, herbs, and strawberries. The other side, you can see the plant rafts where we get all the brassica you could ask for. The new system took some extra doing, had to lift and sanitize a god-awful amount of soil, but... Oh, wow. Tomatoes in space. Aye, and soybeans, peppers, and even some ginger. The ag folks think we could even do potatoes with some careful planning. We're trying to outcompete the European hydro farms by sheer proximity. That is a lot to work with. Sure is. We're out producing crew consumption by a factor of five, though, so I'm not complaining. Between the grow rings and the cold storage and the larger ships, we're able to feed everyone who comes by and stay in the good graces of the eight-back technicians. And the? Them too, yeah. Well, enough talking. Let's go eat. This is the common chow hall on the main concourse. Four I hear you've got the doctor in, aft is the uh, beauty district. You've got more than barbers, huh? Just keeping up with demand. You can get your nails done, your hair recolored, fresh ink physio, or just a hot shave and shower, if that's what you want. What about the grey water? That's where the other aqua loop comes in. 
We're doing biofiltering now. Oysters? Oh, yes. These are the number twos, just big enough to eat. We grade them up to seven. What do you do with the sevens? Let's just say Tostada Week is pretty great. Mm, these are spectacular. And they don't taste anything at all like someone's shower water. Filtering is what oysters are best at. After the break, we'll meet another old friend of mine who's been running the grill here for nearly 20 years, see the fastest-moving bakery in the system, and taste what's been described as the next best thing to Vaquero Heaven. <laughs> 